Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor, Certified Financial Planner, and there is a lot going on right now regarding pensions. You know, people have been talking about Social Security and pensions for quite a few years, myself included, and the risk of the major shortfall we're witnessing, as well as just a market and, and economic conditions we're witnessing today. Uh, combined with all this, I mean, I've talked recently about the fact that Silicon Valley Bank saw huge wipeouts of uh, pension funds. And, you know, this stuff isn't insured. So we have to understand that there's a lot to break uh, break apart with this story and how it affects you, those of you watching today in this video. So we are going to go into this and much more today, my friends. You know, uh, I, I know a lot of people think that their money's safe because they put their money into some kind of uh, pension fund. But the reality is that if, if your money is in the bank, it's not yours, it's the bank's. And if you are you know, basing everything off of, say, uh, some kind of private pension fund that you're going to get all that money out someday and everything's going to be fine, I think people are sorely mistaken. We have to remember that you know, over the past uh, several decades, the more that people, you know, depend on the banks, the more the inflation affects them, the more the less they pull out of the bank at the end of the day. And, you know, we, we look at, for example, uh, the baby boomer generation, which makes up the vast majority of, uh, you know, the market today, the, the amount of spending, consumerism, if you will. And the reason that's a major problem is because the younger generations are more and more dependent all the time and depending on the baby boomers. As the baby boomers die off and the, you know more and more people flood into the pension system and less and less people could pay it off, the shortfall is enormous and incredibly dangerous. So we're going to go into this and much more today, my friends. But before we do, make sure to check those links below. Check out the Bitly link for Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor. Again, if you want to uh, go through that Bitly link, it only takes a few moments to sign up if you're in the United States for a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review. And again, uh, if, if we're talking about keeping our money safe from the Great Reset, it's about time we take charge of our finances and, make, and, and take it seriously. So check that bit.ly link in the description, my friends. And also make sure to check out HeavensHarvest.com for long-term storable food that's non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products, even if you don't qualify. I still urge you to do this. Experts say you need at least three months of storable food in the supply chain crisis, and they are control collapsing the supply chain. Well, now HeavensHarvest.com has organic kits, and you could get 62-serving organic kit, a three-pack organic kit, a six-pack organic kit or a 12-pack organic kit today. So again, go over to heavensharvest.com, use code WAM, W-A-M. Now let's get into this news. So this is out of News Target. It says, Social Security expected to run out of money by 2033, a year earlier than previous predictions. But is there any money in the Social Security system? Tim, can you go into this a little bit? I mean, this is um, obviously... Uh, something that most of the people that are watching that are over, say, oh, I don't know, even 45, 50 people that are dependent on one of these systems to actually pay out later on in their life, uh, you know, it's not, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. It looks like people are going to be out of luck. So uh, what say you? So for the Social Security Trust Fund, what 
it actually is, is there is, it's already out of money. There is no trust fund to speak of. What it is, is there is a filing cabinet in West Virginia that holds on to IOUs. And those IOUs are basically supposed to be redeemed at some point for treasuries, but that money has already been spent. So it's a pay as you go system. So it's not like the money that retirees pay during uh, FICA taxes, payroll taxes. It's not like it's going and being invested. It is being spent. So that's why in you know 1992, when Bill Clinton came into office, the baby boomers were hitting their peak spending years. So the, the peak spending occurs at age 46. So the average uh, baby boomers just started to hit 40. The oldest baby boomers were just starting to hit 46 in 1992. So it wasn't that Bill Clinton was this um, you know uh, just amazing uh, economist. What it, what it was is that it was just baby boomers paying into the payroll taxes, but that money was spent. So if you back out the payroll taxes, which should have been saved, Clinton was also running massive deficits. And now when Josh was talking, I was actually going and looking up an article that I remembered from George Bush back in uh, 2005, where he talks about what is the Social Security Trust Fund is. And so this is a speech in 2005, and he says, a lot of people in America think there is a trust that we take your money in payroll taxes, and then we hold it for you. And then when you retire, we give it back to you, Bush said in a speech at the University of West Virginia at Parkersburg. But that's not the way it works. I mean, this is actually amazing, Josh, to see some actual truth coming out here. Yeah. But this is not the way it works. There is no trust fund, just IOUs that I saw firsthand, Bush said. And it says, like, this is what exists. And we just pulled this up, like, on the fly. So I didn't, you know, I just remember this article from a long time ago. But there is somewhere there is a actual picture of the filing cabinet. And it's not even a big filing cabinet. Like, most of you who do your own taxes probably have a filing cabinet bigger than what they're talking about. And so when they talk about it running out of money, it is already run out of money because they take that money and they go ship it off to Ukraine. They do whatever budgetary items. And so I think that they will still pay you. Uh, so, you know, the amount, so let's say you were owed $40,000 a year. Well, first off in 10 years from now, $40,000 a year at the rate things are going, are probably going to buy you $5,000 a year. Uh, now, even if you have a 10% inflation, which the real numbers are probably about closer to 20, but let's say it's 10, they say it's like six right now. Uh, so let's say it's 10. That means you take 72 divided by 10. That gives you 7.2. That means every 7.2 years, everything, your cost of living will double at a 10% inflation rate. It's called the rule of 72. So if you had a 1% inflation rate, it would take 72 years to double. And so this is how they are stealing our wealth. So now they're saying that the Social Security Trust Fund will only be able to pay out uh, 80% by 2033. Well, first off, just about every year, that number gets moved way down. I mean, I remember, uh, you know, it was 2045 and 20, you know, it keeps you know, getting ratcheted down, right. but they are already out of money. And so you might be thinking, oh, well, you know, they've, I paid in the money, like they owe me the money. Well, what's going to happen is they will probably pander to obviously people wanting their money, except you will get your $40,000 a year. It's just not going to buy you anything because it's, yeah. it's and do you want to know what's even worse, Josh, than the Social Security Trust Fund? What's that? The Medicare trust funds, uh, which again, not really a trust fund. There's not really money in there, but the Medicare, because of all the baby boomers now, uh, you know, draining from the system and needing to collect, I mean, they put the money in, so they should rightfully be collecting their money. Uh, but that is a problem that is exponentially worse. And I remember taking a public policy class. I don't know. I mean, it's all government indoctrination centers. I mean, right. it was probably 2006 and they're talking about 
okay, if we just you know make some adjustments here, make some adjustments there. I mean, it's not rocket science if you actually want to make this thing solve it. But guess what? I mean, I took that class about 20 years ago. Or I guess do the math, but less than 20 years ago. And what's been done since then? Jo nothing has been done since well, then. Well, Tim, Tim, this sounds a little bit to me like uh, you know the gold holdings of the United States government. It, they say, oh, well, we have all this gold and we're backing all these things with gold, but there's there's no gold. That's why we're even on the fiat standard to begin with. And actually, yesterday was the uh, anniversary of FDR signing the executive order. Uh, where it was May 1st, it actually was implemented, but it was uh, April 5th, I believe, is Which, when that executive order was. Interesting to say, Tim, that, that was, that's, yeah, it's very interesting because that money with the gold that he stole from the American people was utilized not just to fund the IMF, which is the most famous uh, thing that came out of that, but the Exchange Stabilization Fund, which they just used as a war chest to try and help, quote unquote, bail out, uh, you know, things like Silicon Valley Bank. Well, Social Security came out of that as well. And yep. so that's why we had to then. Uh, you know, they basically created bonds on all of us, which bond, root word is bondage. I mean, basically a slave. And so we are all slave slaves to this high tech system where we owe interest to central bankers that never had the money to begin with. And that's why you have, you know, you know, basically founding fathers saying if we ever allow private central banks to issue the currency and credit of our nation, first by inflation, then by deflation, we'll end up homeless on the continent our forefathers conquerors. This has always been the battle. They've always, Josh and I have talked a million times about how the system was eventually coming down. Like, yeah, and people criticize us and say, oh, you've been talking about this forever. Well, you know what? We've been trying to warn people for forever and things have, we're only getting closer to this event horizon. So right. yeah, so sorry that I was telling people in like 2013 that the plan was to have a bioweapon terror well, attack. Well, and, we're always crazy until we're not right and that's always been the case you know as we've uh, been you know warning about these things for all these years we're called crazy oh the sky is falling chicken little and then they all happen and then when they happen people still go oh chicken little the sky is falling with the next thing and it's like well we're just trying to make sure that people are mobilized for the future so that they don't get sucked into this bottomless pit of debt and be forced to ask for a ladder up from the government or the banking system making them basically a slave a slave to them people are already a slave to the system and you know the way we escape this is by being prepared so the, the first way to get prepared is to know about these things first and you know, all this stuff about inflation, you know, the Ron Paul was right button has been hit a lot of times in the past several years, Tim. And, you know, people will still call him crazy old Uncle Ron Paul. Like, it's a it's, kook. Yeah, what a kook. Well, yeah, meanwhile, look at Jim Cramer. Everything he says, the opposite happens. Look at Janet Yellen. Everything she says, the opposite happens. No crisis in our lifetimes. It was at 2017, no more crisis in our lifetime? Yeah, and she says, well, no, she said there will be no crisis in our lifetime in 2017. But also in 2021, I think it was November or December 2021, Janet Yellen also said she can't envision a recession in our lifetime and it was in a few months after that we witnessed, um, well, two negative quarters of GDP. So it was a recession, but they just changed the definition of it. But Tim, you know, with something like what we're seeing here with uh, the social security issue, I, I want to ask, you know, what can people do to protect their money in the face of these banks, basically, banking, the banking system, the government... Uh, all these entities basically squashing every cent they've ever made, their, their hard work that they spent their life working on, and then what? They retire, and it's hard enough when people are like, oh, well, I'm working my whole life just to retire at 70 or 65 and then have a, a decade or two decades or maybe three decades to, you know – uh, go on vacation, and at that point, I'm older. But this is even worse than that. Uh, for in in this whole tax scheme, you know, uh, slave system, it is that 
they work their whole life and then very well they retire and then have nothing. It's 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 an insult to you know the the will of man and it's another reason why we have so many people that have been pushed to the point where they just don't want to work anymore because they look at it and they go oh what am I gonna work uh, fifty years of my life and then end up with nothing? What can people do in the face of such issues to ensure themselves? Because we, this is a system that cannot last much longer. Well, I've seen. I have been a financial planner for the past, basically since 2008. Not basically. I started the Lehman Brothers crash, so exact timestamp on that. So 15 years. And one thing I've seen all of my colleagues do is that they'll run illustrations and show, oh, you know, two percent inflation, and you know, Social Security is just going to be going up in a nice straight line. You're always going to get it. Well, bull. I mean, I've been. Yeah representing illustrations of, you know, what if you've, we've got inflation that's, you know, going, you know, 10%, 20%, complete catastrophic type uh, scenario. Now there's other investments, you know, like we talk about all the time that I think are going to, you know, match that or at least try to match that. Uh, however, you know, the first thing you do is get some knowledge and, you know, you can start by watching, if you're new here, you know, watching more videos that Josh and I have put out in the past, but, you know, you should also have some sort of plan for, you know, what if you're only going to get 80% of the amount? What if instead of having 2% inflation, you're having 10, I mean, which doesn't sound crazy yeah. now because we're probably above 10 already. Um, but, you know, I just see so many people that are, you know, factoring things in, like it's all going to be rosy, like it's all going to be going on the way. That well, I just want to mention one thing, Tim, because you said that in the UK, we're looking at over 35% for the real inflation figure when you actually look at all of the data that's been compiled from the government and the central bank itself. So, I mean, it, you know, in the US, it's not maybe not 35%, unless you just only count the things you really need, not the things you want. Yeah, and, and I would argue, I mean, all the numbers are rigged. That's why I wrote a book. You can go to howitsrigged.com. It's free. It's only like 18 pages. I think this was also written in 2015 or 2016, right around the time I was questioning Janet Yellen on uh, interest rate risk and having this whole system blow up. So another thing you can do, uh, if you are closer to retirement or in retirement age, now this is going to be different advice if you're 30 versus 65. And, and again, you know, consult with your own financial advisor on this. But if you are close to retirement, let's say you're 62, which is the earliest age you can start collecting, you know, barring there's been no other deaths or other things, but you know, in normal circumstances, age 62, uh, you know, a bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. Now you're gonna each, everyone's gonna have to make their own individual assessment on this. You can even, you know, schedule with me if you want to have questions on this, but you know, I'm sort of think now that things are going so crazy. If ever, so for every year you wait, you get an extra 7% added onto your benefits. So if you take it out at 60, 63 versus 62, it's another 7% roughly, and another seven, another seven, another seven. Uh, and there's also some major tax ramifications too, so you really should consult your tax advisor because they really do hammer you if you start, I forgot the exact number, I wanna say it's like 15, if you make more than like $15,000 a year, they tax like 80% of your social security then becomes taxable. So you're getting taxed on money that was already taxed to begin with, and it's a super low threshold. Like come on, $15,000 a year? Like what are you gonna buy off $15,000 a year? Like little old grandma, you're gonna be taxing her to death? So you, there are considerations to be made in this. So everyone's going to have different considerations, but you know, uh, to me, you know, someone that's collecting at full retirement age, which is going to be now it's about 67. So some people out there at 65, some people it's like 66 in a couple of months, but now we're at the point where for most people who are listening, who haven't already collected for the, it's going to be 67, especially for anyone younger, it's going to be 67, but for some people it might be younger than that. So once you reach that full retirement age, I'm thinking at this point that you probably just want to get that money because if they're inflating, you know, the currency away at like 20% and then they're going to give you an extra seven, you might as well use it now because you're losing 13, at least in my opinion. Now, if you want to bet on the Fed controlling interest rates and getting things back in, but what the, but the, what, what the ultimate game plan is, this is only going to be for people that are lucky enough to survive this because uh, I don't think it's a big coincidence that right as 
again, we talked about Medicare being even worse, Social Security, and even the, like all these unfunded liabilities. Like none of this even counts towards the national debt. So when they say like that thirty-three trillion dollar number or whatever it is, thirty-one trillion, that doesn't even count Social Security. That doesn't even count Medicare. It doesn't count. It's like saying, oh yeah, I'm doing great if you don't count my mortgage and don't count my student loans, and well, don't count my car payment. you know, payment. it does point out in the story that uh, you know, and I'll, I'll highlight it for people here. It says more than sixty-six million Americans could face a reduction of between twenty-three and twenty-five percent of their benefits. That, that's an enormous uh, cut, and I, I think that's undercutting it greatly because they're always going to say everything on the rosy side to you know uh, keep their hands as clean as possible. So I have no doubt at this point that a lot of people are just not going to have any. This is another. People example. are already stretched. They are already stretched right. to the max, and then now we're going to take the amount that's already stretched, cut it. Uh, yeah. by by 20% at least. And the thing is, these every year, these numbers keep getting lower and lower and lower and lower. Like, oh, 2045, 2044, 2043. Now we're 2033. And then, you know, it's probably going to be like the South Park thing. Oh, and it's gone. Well, but this is a great example, Tim, of when everyone says, well, this is why we need government for this and that and this and that. Well, then everyone doesn't prepare themselves for their whole life. They depend on a system and then that system goes down because it's run by a bunch of maniacal like morons and you know, evil geniuses at the same time. And then they don't get the things that they were expecting their whole life. But it's a part of it is because they were dependent on that. If people were able to, on a free market without the inflation, be able to build and grow, and there's real free markets that are competitive. It's like the healthcare system in Canada. I always mention this. If you want to wait 12 hours and wait, it's a government-mandated Ponzi scheme with a gun at your head, forced to pay into a Ponzi scheme where the money isn't there, and it's only the next generation that is paying for the previous generation that paid in. Yeah. The first person that ever paid in Social Security, I, I think her name might even be like Ida Fuller or something like that. I'm, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. haven't looked this up in forever. But she had only paid in Social Security for like a couple days, turned 65 when they passed it in like 1933-ish. And she got to start collecting Social Security having only paid in like one paycheck. And so that's but, not very fair. But people to have to understand else. that most of the money that's going into something like uh, healthcare, for example, in Canada or in the UK, is most of the money goes to the big pharma corporations, which means, and they own all the patents, the intellectual property, which means that no one can build on that idea. They, they, they've stolen like the blueprints for medication, for different treatments, etc. And then no one else can actually make that same treatment. That's what Martin Shkreli uh, tested out and went to jail for. Um, no one could actually make those other things. And, and, you know, sell them for a better price. But because, you know, the government pays into, well, the government, the people pay into these things after theft, um, it all goes to the pharmaceutical corporations. It props up the prices worldwide. So places like the United States versus Canada, they say, oh, well, it's cheaper in Canada. No, it isn't. You pay more over a lifetime for it than you would in the U.S. for your the average amount of treatments. Plus, the prices go up in the United States because of Canada on medicine and all this different kind of stuff. And then what happens? You end up with a monopoly and still... They, the, the pharmaceutical corporations just keep raising the prices for eternity so that you keep ending up paying into paying more all the time, more all the time, plus inflation. And at the same time, you're not even getting your treatment. In Canada, you wait 12 hours in the waiting room, then you die. You have a heart attack. You wait 12 hours in the waiting room and you die. The amount of examples of this is insane. Jack Layton, who's one of the creators 
of the healthcare system in Canada had to flee the country when he had cancer to go to Russia for treatment because it wasn't an efficient system. It's a total, totally bastardized system that people think, oh, it's free. What would I do without it? Well, I, I my life was saved um, in 2018 when someone poisoned me with ricin and I ended up in a hospital in Las Vegas. They charged me $12,000. You know what I did? I didn't pay it. I walked out. I, I didn't pay it. And nothing happened. Now, I know that's not always the case, but it is my case. And you know what? So many people are on the same page with that. They just wipe out the debt after they sell it to debt collectors all the way down the line. I don't care about my credit score going into the future. So it was just wiped out. But with, with that said... You only care about your social credit. Just kidding. Yeah, my social credit. But with that said, you know, this is what people don't understand. If it was free market and we didn't have to deal with, you know, the idea of the government stealing your money and giving it to pharmaceutical corporations while emergency rooms have no nurses, then we wouldn't have to deal with this whole situation. We would be able to... You know, build and grow and, and, you know, create medications that were probably more natural and not meant to just keep people sick perpetually and, you know, get the best, the lowest price for the best product. But instead, we have a system of governance that's based in dependence. They want people to be dependent. And that's what we get out of this situation. So, my friends, when people say, oh, they're taking away, you know, so the Medicare, all this kind of stuff. It's because they want you sick, they want you dying, they want you to be dependent so that you don't actually prepare for yourself. And maybe we'd have charities without inflation. Oh, they're actually not talking about further. ending Medicare. They're actually now talking about Medicare for all and just yeah, actually of expanding it. And then one other fact on this: this is not to make you know, a, you know, and a, a comment on abortion, but you have to so I'm have. Gonna make a comment on so abortion. I'm going to make a comment on abortion. <laughs> you have. This is just pure math. You have to have the generation that is paying into the benefits be larger than the generation that is collecting the benefits. And so with yeah. the amount of people that have been aborted, the it's ba basic math. Like the first, I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but I want to say that in like 1933, there's probably like 50 people paying in for every one collecting. I mean, now it's like, it might even be one to one or two to one. And what happens when it's one person paying for two people collecting? You've got more people, you know, sitting on the cart than actually, you know, horses pulling the cart. And there's no way. To, and I, I say that number, it probably is about like 1.4 to one or two to one. It's a very low ratio that is dramatically lower. And this has all been war gamed out. This has all been through demographics known when I was taking a class in this 20 years ago. So why has nothing been done? This is all a controlled demolition because no one ever wants to touch anything. And another thing they're doing is for people that are self-employed, we're paying collectively 15.3% before any of the federal taxes even kick in. 15.3. I mean, that is just highway robbery that goes into a Ponzi scheme that would make Bernie Madoff blush. And there actually is, a, a, I don't know if it's video or a quote from Bernie Madoff, where he's like, listen, there's one thing I know really well, and that's Ponzi schemes. And he talks about how yeah. the, the Social Security Trust Fund is a Ponzi scheme. Tim, I want to show the photo that you were looking for earlier here. So we got, um, if I could scroll this up a bit here so it's in the i'm telling you it's not even that bit for anyone that is listening to this right now it is a super small filing cabinet too yeah, like, it's an image of george bush looking at this filing cabinet and <laughs> it's uh he always looks so silly but yeah that's basically it that's i love how it's just giving me ads for fi for cabinets in this but anyway yeah we have the photo we 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 have the uh we have the document we have the documents we got the documents we got the documents <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, and we got mu- multiple photos. It's literally a tiny little filing cabinet in it's an office. It's pieces of paper in a filing cabinet in West Virginia that are IOUs that need to be supplanted by treasuries at some point in the future because all the money was stolen long, long ago. And I did a whole video in like 2016 on this exact fact of how Clinton was not some economic genius. It all had to do with the demographics. And the baby boomers started turning 65 in what year? 2008. And so, you know, take a look at, okay, they came in at 1992 spending tons of money helping out the economy. And so it had had everything to do with demographics. And we were going off a demographic cliff. Japan is already like 20 years ahead of us. So if you want to fast forward to the future, you've got a place like Japan where the past 15 years, they've been selling more adult diapers than children's diapers because no one's having kids. Yeah. So the whole system breaks down when people stop having kids because you need to have a re- replacement ratio of at least, what is it, like 1.2, or sorry, 2.1 for every one woman out there. Otherwise, society starts going down, society starts crumbling, and that's one of the reasons why they're trying to bring in different immigrants, so that way they can have another class that comes in here that can get weaponized. Uh, now not to make a whole big thing about, I mean, I guess we're getting into lots of controversial well, stuff Well, just to back up what you were saying earlier, Tim, here's a literal quote by Bill Clinton from 2000. It says, the Social Security Trust Fund does not consist of real economic assets that can be drawn down in the future to fund benefits. That is a quote by Bill Clinton in his budget proposal back in 2000. It said there are claims on the Treasury is the next. And what does the Treasury have? There is no treasurer in the Treasury. Uh, the Treasury... Has no is thirty one or thirty two trillion dollars in debt, and now the tre- the treasury bills that they do hold on are they're getting money from the banks as part of this BTFP program. So these banks yeah. have bonds that have gotten decimated in value, and now those bonds are sitting on you know, some sort of scheme between the treasury, the Fed, and the FDIC. So that way, technically, it wasn't a draw against the FDIC, right, so right. they can keep all this going. But now their collateral has completely gone down in value that they have to hold to maturity. And this is an end game that is completely dead. And this is something I warned about in the first ever podcast I did, episode one, talking about how the Fed was leveraged over 81 to one. And the big point here is that it doesn't matter who is president because these are bigger tectonic moves than any – this is going to happen whether it's Biden in there, whether it's Trump in there. I mean I, yeah. I'd rather have it be Trump because I think he's kind of funny at least and you know maybe not deliberately trying to ruin it. But it doesn't matter. It's all a show. It's all a game. Yeah. And, at this, and this should have been dealt with. Way before it should have been dealt with before we were even Josh and I were even born, and now it's just it's embarrassing that we need to now comment on this. Uh, well, and the fact that you have the Bill Clinton talking about it 23 years ago, and Bill Clinton, you know, the rapist, and uh, even Bush, who knows nothing, even yeah. Bush that knows nothing, knows enough to be like, Well, there's just IOUs in a filing cabinet, there's nothing yeah. in there. Yeah, well, that's basically it, Tim. So, yeah, we have we have a lot. To learn, I think most people have a lot to learn on this issue. Tim doesn't really, because he's actually learned it already. But uh, it, no, but seriously, this is um, a very important issue that people have to understand. It affects most of you out there that are dealing with Social Security and also the pension system as well. And so, with that said, uh, we're gonna close it off here. But if you guys want to become a client of Tim Pachotes, again, you can go to thelibertyadvisor.com. And you can go to that bit.ly link in the description and get a free initial consultation, my friends. Again, a free portfolio review. May as well go over there and sign up if you are in the United States. And don't wait until, you know, they've stolen all your money and it's gone. So make sure that you uh, prepare yourself accordingly today and not when it's too late. So anyway, Tim, I appreciate you joining us today. As always, we will have a lot more to go over in future videos. Let's make one other quick thing. There yeah. are... 
strategies that people can use who are close to retirement age, especially if you've got one spouse that was earning a lot of money, another spouse that wasn't earning money, where you can turn things on, pause them, stop them, and really kind of game the system. Now, they did cut back on a lot of this maybe like five, six years ago, but there are some ways where you can still sort of game the system and it's legal. Uh, so if you are, are in that type of scenario where maybe you're the breadwinner and your husband or wife doesn't make as much and you're, you know, maybe similar ages, there are ways where you can sort of game that system. But, you know, you don't know until until you find out and you guess you don't know what you don't know. But I have seen where people have gotten hundreds of thousands of extra dollars and just doing my part yeah. to help the government go bankrupt even quicker. But ultimately, you're getting your it's own money back. So, yeah. I mean... Yeah, that's a good part to do. Uh, making the government go broke faster while people it's and it's not my rule. So if they didn't yeah. like it, they should have changed it. So yeah, well, and and then help people actually be able to preserve their wealth, which is one of the most important things we're trying to deal with today, as far as the coming cash to society and all that kind of stuff. CBDCs, being able to sidestep the Great Reset. We have solutions and a lot of them. So I urge people, go and sign up for one of those initial consultations at that bit.ly link in the description. And as always, my friends, we have a lot of other ways to be prepared because at the end of the day, it's not just money itself. It's the world's first money, which is food, which is also very important when they're trying to get rid of all the, sh the food on the shelves and push you into complete subservience to them under a ration system tied to a carbon credit system tied to a, uh, you know, a CBDC. Blowing up food processing plants. I mean, exactly. So I urge people, there's a bunch of links in the description that you could go check out today and actually get prepared in, before it's too late. A good example of that is, of course, over at heavensharvest.com for long-term storable food that's non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get uh, free shipping on much of these products. And even if you don't qualify, I still urge you to use that code because it helps keep you alive and us alive. And do this before it's too late. Better to be overly prepared than underprepared. There's now an a bunch of organic kits available over at heavensharvest.com. Again, that's code WAM, W-A-M. And remember, experts say you need at least three months of storable food in the collapse of a supply chain. And think of how much money you are saving on, on this. Like a, th a three-pack or a three-month entry kit is $551.97. It's breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Now, the three-month combo kit is $2,375.91, and that's breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks for three months, plus seeds, which is a gift that keeps on giving because you could sustain yourself on that for the rest of your life, plus water filtration storage, plus books. So go and check out those kits today. It could be the best thing you ever did. And just imagine all the insurance people pay for that they never end up using. And so the worst-case scenario is you don't end up using it, and what, you can give it away to charity? I mean, just think of all the things that you that – you spend your money on when it comes to insurance and this is you know real life insurance i mean life yeah absolutely absolutely and and your security is important as well as far as privacy goes because they are going after us hook line and sinker with credit uh, social credit scores and stuff like that check out the link for clear phone in the description it is a decentralized phone that ha you hold your own private keys it's a smartphone you have all the normal apps it's de-googled it uses linux and it has full national coverage again it's faster than an android this you know no one has bought one of these through our link yet and i've been promoting it for over a month and people would say well why would you continue promoting it because it's not about money it's trying to say to people hey there are solutions. Stop waiting for someone to save you. God gave us responsibilities. It's called faith without work is dead. So it comes down to all of you out there actually doing something about this yourself. And of course, there's rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B 
17 there all of that stuff is linked in the description my friend so again it's all on you it's all about living by example living freely living by example and you have to make that move yourself and we will live in a great beautiful bright future creating a new civilization from the ashes of the Tower of Babel, the Great Reset that they are building today, a, a civilization based in voluntarism, individualism, humanity, God, family, all the things that these in entities that are destroying the system from within despise. So it is on everyone out there to do something about it. I appreciate you joining us today, Tim. I hope you guys enjoy our little uh, you know, test run here with our studio setup. It, it, it doesn't always work fine. I'll give you an example just so you see how raw this all is. And we're just working hard. He's working hard to put all this stuff together. If I go to Tim's face, he's just frozen. So we'll have to figure out why that happened later. And, <laughs> you know, the, the, the perks of all this stuff is it's just so complicated to get it all working. But that's why you don't see you know, people usually in, in, in independent media with like really crazy back back uh, sets and, you know, green screens and all that kind of stuff. It's just a reality of it. And uh, we're going to keep working towards making this look as professional as possible because the reality is we need to reach new people and mobilize people for the future of humanity. It's, you know, it's on a lot of our shoulders. It's our responsibility. It's all of your responsibilities. And, you know, it, it starts with being able to cater to people who aren't willing to listen to the truth. And we want to bring the truth to all of you guys. So it's very important to us. Anyways, check those links in the description, my friends. We have a bunch of options. And, of course, um, if you want to join our, our newsletter, it's www.imband.com. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, Podbean. And, of course, we're on a bunch of other uh, sites. You know, you could, uh, if you want to help support us, we have gogetfunding.com, Patreon, Subscribestar. We are completely viewer funded. And, of course, we have things like um, Bitcoin and we have a, a, a Cointree link in the description to help uh, support us as well with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies there. So I appreciate everyone watching today. I'm not going to go any more long-winded on this. Check those links. Join us on Telegram. Join him on Telegram, the Liberty Advisor official chat. And we'll be back at you with much more. Hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.